and welcome to the King Yah Podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal relationship tips that will help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? Today we're going to talk about mental health awareness. Today we are going to talk about mental health awareness. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. In the United States, mental health illness or mental illness is a significant health issue. I'm going to say it again. In the United States, mental health illness is a serious health issue. Mental illness is a serious health issue. In fact, it is a global issue that has not been addressed more often and realized. According to the National Institute for Health, nearly 44 million adults, that's 18%, have a diagnosis of mental illness yearly. Raising mental health awareness and increasing the understanding of mental health can change the way society views and responds to this complex issue. We are in a state of emergency. During this pandemic, mental health illness has risen possibly at its highest peak. The reason I say that is because of the disconnection between our friends, our families, our loved ones, our social activities have been curbed. We are in a state of emergency. If we do not protect our minds, if we do not take care of our health, we will surely die. We will perish. And that's why I say that we are in a state of an emergency. Mental illness is real. It affects more people than we realize that it affects. Oftentimes it goes untreated or misdiagnosed. This is the time where we should be checking in on our family, our friends, our loved ones, if we haven't done that already. And if we have not been doing that all along, this is an opportune time to check on those that we love and that we care about the most. Our elders, our senior citizens, our mothers, our fathers, our grandmothers and grandfathers. And this is a various, very serious topic we are discussing. Mental illness, how it affects us. How does mental illness affect you? We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show.
we also have some remedies that can assist you with overcoming or coping with mental illness. I'll share some of that with you in, uh, in just a few moments. Area code 712-770-4985. Please enter the access code 886-960-POUND. Family, we have some very, very serious topics to discuss when we are talking about mental illness. It's a broad statement. It's a broad statement. Mental illness covers, I mean, you've got PTSD, you've got depression, stress. I mean, there's a lot that falls under the umbrella of mental illness. Bipolar disorder, ADHD, ADD. I mean, the list goes on. So we want to be able to identify, if we can, identify within ourselves what is going on with our lives, what is going on in our lives, and how are we coping with the things that are going on? How are you dealing with mental illness? Are you eating healthier? Are you making healthy food choices? Are you exercising even though they shut down all the gyms across America and the Supreme Court recently agreed that it was unconstitutional? And so the gyms that were shut down because of this so-called pandemic will be reopening. In fact, some of them have already begun to open. The argument that the gym owners addressed to the judges in the court when they filed a lawsuit was that they didn't have a choice. As some of the other grocery stores, they were given a choice to prepare social distancing, to prepare new and alternative ways of dealing with the public. Whereas the gyms were told to shut down. When you are dealing with 44 million people in America alone that are suffering from mental health illness or mental illness, the gyms should be open. The gyms are a source of relieving and releasing toxicity and stress and duress that we put our bodies through on a daily basis. Exercise is fundamental not just to our bodies, but our minds, our spirit. And to take that away is to cause a downward spiral of mental illness and to drive it at a higher peak. It should have been given a choice. Oftentimes, as I stated, mental illness goes unannounced, misdiagnosed, or not diagnosed at all, or overlooked. So let's talk about mental illness how does mental illness affect us during this pandemic? How does it affect you? So think about it. Take notes because I will be asking questions. Thank you. I'm interested in knowing how many of you are familiar with ashwagandha. I'll spell it for you. That way you can kind of do your research while we're talking about it and uh, we can have that discussion. It's spelled A-S-A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Ashwagandha. I want to talk a little bit about ashwagandha. For those that don't know, ashwagandha is a plant. The root and berry are used to make medicine. Ashwagandha is commonly used for stress. It is also an adaptogen for many other conditions. How is it a stress reliever? How does it help you cope with stress and mental illness? Well, as I stated, ashwagandha, it appears to improve symptoms of stress. It also acts as a antipsychotic drug 
and it's often used to treat certain illnesses such as schizophrenia, anxiety, bipolar disorder. If you're tired all the time, it helps with that as well. It helps to reduce the feelings of being tired. Ashwagandha also has evidence it reduces the blood sugar levels in people with diabetes. So ashwagandha has a lot of healing remedies. If you are suffering from anxiety or being over-exaggerated, worrying, tension, it helps reduce symptoms of anxiety. Ashwagandha is also said to reduce cholesterol levels in patients with high cholesterol. It also helps with underactive thyroid commonly called thyroid stimulating uh, uh, stimulating hormones or TSH. What happens is people with underactive thyroids can sometimes have low levels of thyroid hormone and taking ashwagandha seems to lower the TSH and increase thyroid hormone levels in people with mild with a mild form of underactive thyroid. Ashwagandha also helps in the fertility area as well. In some clinical studies, there has been evidence that ashwagandha improves the sperm quality in fertile men. Ashwagandha also reduces obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. So if you're suffering from OCD or if you are experiencing OCD, take you a couple tablets of that ashwagandha for about six weeks and see how that helps you with OCD. Uh, if you are experiencing sexual problems that prevent satisfaction during sexual activity, you might need you some ashwagandha. You might need to just take you some ashwagandha for about eight weeks, eight long weeks. I'm just saying. It helps to, uh, it helps with receiving, or it helps to increase interest in sex and sexual satisfaction in adults, in adult women uh, with sexual dysfunction. Uh, they can also receive uh, better counseling. So it helps with counseling. It helps with that process that the sexual uh, satisfaction. Uh, ashwagandha also helps with, as I stated, ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Um, if you are suffering from uh, cerebral ataxia, brain damage that affects muscle movement, it helps with that. Osteoarthritis, Parkinson's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, altering immune system function, fibromyalgia, inducing vomiting. It also helps with liver problems, preventing the signs of aging. So it's got a lot of benefits. Ashwagandha also helps with swelling or inflammation and uh, it helps with tumors also. If you ever been exposed to tuberculosis, it helps with that. Ulcerations when applied to the skin and other conditions. So for those of you that are looking for alternatives, as we are coping and dealing with this mental illness, those are some remedies that I think you may find helpful and beneficial to you in the long run. So we're talking about ashwagandha as a remedy for fighting uh, mental illness, okay? On what we're talking about, mental illness, how it has affected you or someone that you know, how you're coping with that. If you are taking 
any herbal supplements to balance that, such as ashwagandha that we're talking about, uh, mental illness. Okay. All right. Welcome to the King Yah Podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal and relationship tips that will help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? Thank you so much for tuning in to our show. So we're talking about mental illness and being transparent. I have also suffered from mental illness in my lifetime. It's not always something that we feel comfortable talking about or sharing with the world or expressing with others, partly because we, myself, don't necessarily always feel that people are understanding that they understand what you are going through. How can they understand what you are going through if they have not gone through it themselves? When you are suffering from mental illness, whatever form of mental illness, you have to be in a place. And some people are not always cognizant of the fact that they may be suffering from mental illness. I guess in a sense, like some alcoholics or drug addicts, may not think that they are addicts or addicted to drugs or alcohol. So there's a denial phase or there is a phase where you may overlook it or you may simply not even realize it until it's potentially too late. Some of us seek help or have sought help for mental illness. Others have not. The way that I have coped in the past with mental illness is I... I go to the gym, I exercise, I work out, I meditate, I pray, I go for long walks, I walk in the park, I keep myself busy and occupied and focused. A stress reliever for me is cooking. I love cooking. You can find me in the kitchen 99% of the time cooking, preparing, experimenting. It's just the way that I cope with life. I mean, it's a, it's a, great pastime for me. It's a hobby for me. And I love it. I enjoy it. I never tire of cooking. Another way I deal with coping with mental illness is reading, focusing on tasks or multiple tasks at a time. (laughs) People tend to cope with mental illness in various ways. As long as you are coping with it productively, it's okay. So I'm here to tell you those that are suffering from mental illness, those that are cognizant of the fact that you have mental illness, don't be ashamed. Deal with it. Seek help for it. Seek and search for support system, supportive people, positive people, life coaches, life coaches, mentors, 
find a big brother, a big sister, someone that you respect, that you love, that you admire, that you will listen to. Because we all need someone. There was a song, Lean On Me, Lean On Me. And the lyrics are so, the lyrics are so phenomenal. Lean on me. When you're not strong, I'll be your strength. I'll help you carry on. That's what we need, a shoulder to lean on. We need a listening ear. We need a hand that will that will lift us up. Sometimes people need someone in their life to carry them. Les Brown taught me that if you get knocked down and you can look up, get up. Denzel Washington taught me if you get knocked down seven times, get up eight. It's the same with mental illness. You may get knocked down. Life might knock you down. You might feel that life isn't treating you fair, that you've got a raw deal, and that may be true. We all suffer from certain things in certain periods of times in our lives. You know, God will bring people in our lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And it's up to us whether we realize the beauty and the blessing in that or whether we push them away. Life has a tendency of teaching us lessons and strengthening us. There's a saying that what does not kill you only makes you stronger. And if it doesn't kill you, then ultimately you will become stronger because you will hopefully learn from those life lessons or history, as you all know, has a tendency of what? Repeating itself. Correct. With no further ado, I am going to our first caller on the line for those that are just tuning in to our show again. So our first caller, our first caller goes by the name Queen Kayla. So we will bring Queen Kayla on the line right now. Queen Kayla, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. What brings you to our show today? Well, today... um I just really want to uh, speak to Mental Health Awareness Month, um, and it's, it's something that is really uh, is really heartfelt for me personally, as a full transparency as a person that deals with my own anxiety and depression depression issues um, that has family members that do the same, and even my children. And I'm very passionate about destigmatizing mental health awareness, especially in our community and our black community. It is unfortunate that the so-called black community mental illness is at its highest peak. It was already at a high peak prior to the so-called pandemic. It has certainly reached its highest peak during and certainly post this so-called pandemic. So we have to be mindful of that as well. We have to ask ourselves, how are we going to deal with this mental illness? What are we doing to circumvent mental illness? And if we haven't and have identified with having any shape, form, or fashion of mental illness, are we being transparent and truthful with ourselves? Have we reached out to others for support? Have we turned to our God that we serve for guidance? for wisdom, for strength, for our sanity? These are questions that you should be asking yourself. Do you meditate? Do you focus on breathing? Sometimes you just have to breathe, just breathe. 
You ever yeah. experienced that, Kayla? Yes, I have. And actually, that's something that I'm big on. Grounding exercises, um, the deep breathing. And this is very, it's very um, simple, but it can be tremendously calming in high-stress situations. And it can, grounding and deep breathing exercises can actually um, stop panic attacks. Um, in some cases, I um, I like to look at the holistic approach to mental health awareness. I, I I hate the fact that, especially with Black people, you know, we are just assumed to be so strong and so naturally resilient, which we are. On the other side of that, we have trauma, and I think it's important, as you stated, to you know, make sure we're we're checking in with our loved ones and ourselves and definitely practicing self-care, especially at a time such as now when so many people are, when we're experiencing a time that we've never seen before. Queen Kayla, when you're talking about self-care, what does that mean for a woman? You know, as a guy, we could only imagine I'd be honest to say, I don't know. What does that mean? I mean, I, I know you women, you have the, the pap smears and the mammograms and all that stuff. But what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, self-care for a woman? Everyone needs self-care. Um, and self-care is something that is largely overlooked. Some of it is, is uh, kind of appears to be superficial. But when I say self-care... I like to use self-care in the place, actually, of um, terms such as, like, treatment. You know what I mean? And not now, don't get me wrong, there are clinical, you know, treatments for mental health, but there are also therapies, like natural therapies and self-care. Just like um, earlier when you were stating that you personally exercise sometimes when you feel down, Exercise actually naturally produces the endorphins, the feel-good hormones. So that's going to naturally raise your vibration and put you in a better mood a lot of times. And when I say, so speaking to self-care, we all have to do things. We all have, everybody needs something different to get up and function during the course of a day. I'm sure we'll agree on that. For me, that's self-care. It can be your morning routine. Do you wake up? Do you meditate? Do you pray? Do you hydrate yourself in the morning? Do you, um, you know, eat a nutritional breakfast in the morning or even, you know, eat healthy just in general? Um, are you, your grooming, your, you know, your personal hygiene regimen for, a, um, and specifically for a woman, I, and, and I'm sure for men too, I think we all, like, feel better when we look at it to ourselves, you know. It was a song, what? I look like money, I smell like money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we, you know. Stay we so have fresh and so clean. Right. And and it might be, um, you know, for a woman, it might be something superficial seemingly, like, um, as we, as the term I've heard before is retail therapy. You know, sometimes I like to 
especially if I feel like I'm celebrating a personal goal or success, like treat myself to something. Um, because me personally, I have a lot of people I'm responsible for. So it's natural, and I think it's for most women, it's very natural to put yourself at the bottom of that priority list in terms of your health. Your health. And, you mm-hmm. know, our health is our mind, body, and soul. So when any one of the three are out of line, it's detrimental to us, and then it spills over into the people we care for. You know, we can't be, um, you know, it's hard to function when you're operating at a lower level because your own personal mental health is, you know, your, your strength or you're not, or you're malnourished or you're dehydrated, you know what I mean? Or your rest broken. And believe it or not, a big portion of this self-care component is getting proper rest and hydration. You have to stay hydrated. You have to get you some rest. That's important. You know, Mental Health Awareness Month has been observed in May in the United States since 1949. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I had no idea that mental health awareness had been observed in the United States since 1949. And this month is, like I stated, this is Mental, mental Health Awareness Month. We have to be cognizant of the fact that where we are, where we are. Here's a few resources for those of you that are interested in doing further research on mental health. If you could go to mentalhealth.gov, mentalhealth.gov, mentalhealth.gov. There's another website um, you could go to as well for mental health awareness. That's www. I don't know if you pronounce it NAMI or NAMI. N-A-M-I dot O-R-G. I don't get any endorsements for any of this dealing with mental health and mental health awareness. And if you find yourself on these sites, checking them out, please let us know what you, what you were able to find for yourself and how you are coping and dealing with mental, mental illness. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm great. <laughs> I am great. You know, it's a cloudy day here but um on the days like these i just do a little you know extra meditation or whatnot to keep my mood and keep myself in a good good place um i would like to add you know those re- uh, resources are awesome i would like to add that you know just in case anyone listening is you know struggling to make a decision to make a step to attend to their mental health or maybe they don't want to look at it as you know don't look at it as something is wrong with you necessarily we have to stop looking at it from a wrong or right perspective i feel like to break down that stigma it's more of everyone normal is different that's what i teach my children um you know what a person with a thyroid disorder needs a supplement every day you know a person um, with sleep apnea, would you use a CPAP machine, you know? Um, it's no different for someone taking a supplement to elevate their mood, you know, if that's what they feel like they need to do, or if they feel like they need a therapist to process past traumas. Um, and we have to know that, you know, unattended mental health definitely manifests itself in other places, and it can steal your purpose. 
it can steal your productivity. You know, it can steal your quality of life. So um, that's something that I just, I hope that people come to to know and to just become comfortable with. We, it would be great if we can normalize, you know, just being healthy, mind, body, and spirit. Um, and also, at a time like now, things that I'm personally doing, I'm, I journal. I find journaling to be a great alternative to venting to others, especially at a time like now when everybody is, you know, kind of experiencing their own situations and obstacles. Limited, limiting my exposure to the news. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like there's been a lot of uh, panic culture being pushed, and panic is not productive. You know. It's it's counterproductive. Yeah. Caleb, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I've got some information that I want to share with our listeners here. And I'll be going back to the phone lines in just a few moments to see if anyone else has any questions or comments. I'm going to share some remedies for you guys. Some other remedies that I think you might find beneficial to you. When we're talking about mental illness... And this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Herbs. Some of you take herbs, medicinal medicine, or medicinally. Some of you cook with herbs. Some of you drink herbs. Some may smoke herbs. Nevertheless, herbs are used for healing, fighting off disease, helping ease the pain, and strengthening the immune system. Berries are very important to you. I like to say berries are, when I make my fruit smoothie, I say berry delicious. So I make me some berry delicious smoothies, okay? Berries, they contain high levels of cytochemicals. Those are nutrients that protect the cells from getting damaged. They are also um, antibiotics, blueberries, blackberries. They are so good for you. Some of you have heard my story about my fight with diabetes type 2. I beat diabetes type 2 by eating blueberries, blackberries, some strawberries, mostly blueberries and blackberries. I also began exercising more and eating less food portioning, meditating, and developing a stronger relationship with God. So that helped me beat diabetes. Exercise. Exercise is good for reducing stress, boosting your mood, improving your sex life, building strong muscles and bones. So those are three tips that I'd like to share with you all on today's show. Invest in herbs, use herbs. Some of you drink herbal supplements, you know, or take herbal supplements through pills or capsules like ashwagandha and some other, um, some other herbal uh, remedies. So again, herbs, berries, and exercise. Herbs, berries and exercise when you are dealing with mental illness it is important it is imperative that you exercise it's imperative that you change your eating habits that you adopt or adapt to a healthier eating 
practice. I'm not advocating that everyone become vegan, although that's if you are a Bible believer and that's what God intended us to be, vegetarian. In fact, vegans. When God created man and woman, he gave them a second commandment after he told them, you have power over everything in the face of the earth. Now eat from the ground from which you came from, and that should be your meat. Every fruit, every vegetable that has seeds, or, or that should be your food, that should be your meat. That's what God said. So if God said that, then why are we not making those better health choices for ourselves? Because as we consume the different meats, it counteracts with our body. It attacks our liver, pancreas, digestive system, prostate. It attacks our bodies in different ways, breast cancer. Uh, again, all of this stuff is important when we are dealing with mental illness because we have to be cognizant of what we are putting into our body. If we are putting garbage into our bodies, we are going to expel garbage. And it could be something as simple as the deodorants that we use. You're putting toxins in your body through the deodorants that you use. Simple, something as simple as the toothpaste that you use. Well, oftentimes antiperspirant deodorant and most of your deodorants that you use on a daily basis have a substance in it called aluminum. Aluminum zirconium, which is not healthy for you. It's, it causes cancer and oftentimes breast cancer in both men and women. So I would strongly advise you to look at the deodorants that you use. And if you need an alternative deodorant, I can certainly recommend some alternative deodorants for you and get you on the right track. There are soaps that we use on a day-to-day -day basis and all of this contributes to mental illness. If you don't know better, then you won't do better. But when you know better, you do better. Again, these things were designed against us, not for us, not for us. The waters that we drink. I remember going to the stores where there was always an influx of spring water. Today, when you go to your stores, your grocery stores, you hardly see bottles of spring water. Why? Because it has been replaced with what? Yeah, you guessed it, purified water, which isn't good for you at all. All the doctors and the sages and the uh, medicinal healers, they all promoted what? Spring water. In the Bible, it talks about spring up, oh well, spring water, living springs, springs of living water. So why would we revert from spring water to purified water? I mean, you know, we should all be in an alkaline state for sure. Uh, how do you get there? How do you get there? When we control the foods that we are consuming, the drinks, the beverages that we are drinking, the deodorants, the toothpastes, the soap that we are using on our body, then the impact of mental illness will be less severe. We strike ourselves a deadly blow every time we do ourselves a disservice. When we are doing ourselves a disservice, we are causing distress on our bodies. You wonder why people have strokes and diabetes and heart attacks. If you trace it back to the foods that you eat, you might realize that that has contributed to 90% or 99% of your own personal body's illness. It says you are what you eat. 
again, I'm not advocating or promoting that anyone become a vegan or vegetarian on my show. I am just saying we are dealing with mental illness. And in order to have a clear mind, a clear body, clear spirit, you have to eat those foods that are healthy for you, that build your immune system, that strengthen your mind, your body, your spirit, your chakras. You have to be cognizant of what you are doing to your bodies. Those of you that are just now tuning in and this is your first time, I appreciate you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at King Yah Speaks. Instagram and Twitter at King Yah Speaks. I am on Instagram and Twitter at King Yah Speaks. If you have a question or a comment, now is the time. You have a question or a comment? Thank you for calling to the show. What's your name? How you doing? You have a question or a comment? How are you today, Brother Kenya? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Is this my friend? Tell us your name. My name is Redina. Yes. So um, I wanted to make like three comments. Uh, I really appreciate everything you and the sister uh, Queen Kayla has been talking about, and I embrace all of it everything and in dealing with mental the mental health awareness month i like to think about three um, similar categories there mental you, you've been talking about mental illness mental issues and mental dis-ease and <clears throat> i want to share something that we generally don't think about as being a part of those categories that could Start us on the journey to mental health. I like to think of it as like uh, mental health 101. Um, one of the things is negative thoughts. When we participate in negative thoughts, thoughts we do know that thoughts are things. So when we participate in negative thoughts, we set the stage or we, we uh, drop those seeds into what we call fertile ground, your mind. And the more we play with those negative thoughts or turn them over or just have them, then we open up, we, we plant more seeds. And, and as a result, those thoughts, because of the way the mind works and the brain, those thoughts begin to become very powerful. And in a sense, they kind of multiply, they grow they manifest into some very serious and very dangerous uh, problems. And that's where we, and so they're in the category of dis-ease or mental issues. Even when you think about getting mad at something, even if you use the word or the thought, ooh, that makes me mad, or that makes life, me sick, or I'm upset, Life and death is I'm in the mad. power of the tongue. Exactly, exactly. So many of us don't think we have mental problems, but the, the mental issues or the, any type of disease, any type of uh, mental negativity, you know, sets the stage and helps you to, just like anything that's exercise, anything you think about or do over and over and over and over, you're exercising it. So you're putting it into what we call the atmosphere. You're putting it into your private space, those sacred gifts that we've been given. As the queen has said, the body, the mind, the soul. So you're actually toxic, be setting up more toxicity, becoming more right. toxic. And it's, right. uh, what, what happens in the mind affects everything. And so I wanted to, this, my second point is, 
So we want to be concerned about the emotion, the emotional self. In addition to the body, mind, soul, we want to think about the emotions and get a grip on them. We're supposed to be the master of our emotions and not be a slave to them. So we need to watch and we can't become the observer. Uh-oh, when you feel the word, when you hear the word come out, stop yourself or, you know, work towards or just find some new words. Not negative, for sure. Okay? So the three things, emotions, energy, and our social self, our social relationship, whether it's the relationship with ourselves or relationship with others, we have those other areas we need to be really concerned about when we talk about self-care, emotions, energy. And within the energy field, you're talking about, like you mentioned, the chakras or your aura, or just sensing through the solar plexus where other people are coming from. You know, sometimes you say she or he has negative energy or I went into that place, I didn't like the feel of it. So you really want to begin to work on not only uh, emotions or negative thoughts, emotions, but the energy. You know, and that's how we really, energy is one of the top of the line of healing modalities or entities when we really start. There's so many different types of energy practices out here. Uh, we talked really about Reiki, there's pranic healing, there's so yes. many, and there's some simple things we could do, as uh, you've already kind of stated earlier, by sitting, getting quiet, relaxing, and even just concentrate on your breath work. Breath work. All of that right. pulls in and changes your energy, which changes your frequency, which changes your vibration and we end up receiving an upgrade. And that's mm. what's needed to fight anything that's out there because we begin to tap into that power source that all of us have. We upgrade our energy system, which is a finer aspect of what we call the soul. <laughs> and that's what we have to upgrade and that component has unlimited possibilities, or should I say that gift? And those are the three comments I want I wanted to talk about, those three things. I and so you. just by getting quiet and breathing, you close your eyes, quiet and breathing, and generally you might see people who are into yoga positions, but you can just sit in a chair and with your palms facing up. And one way, a good way to really establish a relationship with energy is to pay attention to it as it comes into the fingers or the hands and just actually honor it as you feel it and you can feel it there are like the hundreds of ways you can feel energy coming into your hands and your feet some people can feel it coming into every single pore in the body so those are my comments thank you appreciate for you so life. much Thank us. I appreciate you, Sister Redina. Gratitude to you. And we appreciate your your comments. Definitely. Guys, as she stated, as we have stated, you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your body. Because again, when you are dealing with mental illness, you are causing distress and dis-ease within your body. Another thing, I'm a pet lover. I'm an animal lover. Those of you that have pets and animals and dogs, guess what? They get stressed too. Your dogs, yeah, I know, I know. 
They get stressed too. They're worried about you. They're protecting you. They're concerned. Uh, they're, they may be your guards, your guard dogs, or your road dogs, or whatever type of dogs they are. Pets get stressed too, especially if they are an emotional support animal or a therapy pet. They get stressed. They get stressed. You ever had a pet and you see the dog or puppy just vomit? They're stressed. It, it happens. They're stressed. Okay. So anyway, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to our show today. Again, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. King Yah Speaks. K-I-N-G-Y-A. King Yah Speaks. S-P-E-A-K-S. And if you have someone that'd like to be a guest speaker on our show, or if you're interested, please email me. KingYahSpeaks at gmail.com KingYahSpeaks at gmail.com If you have a question or comment or ideas and suggestions, well, send that email. KingYahSpeaks at gmail.com Otherwise, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. KingYahSpeaks Help us to reach, help me to reach a thousand followers so we can continue spreading this word and this truth. Every Wednesday, Wellness Wednesday, Radina mentioned meditation and yoga. Well, Monday was Manifesting Mondays. So you've missed Manifesting Mondays. The podcast that I did, Manifesting Mondays, we're talking about meditation and breathing, taking deep breaths in, noticing the coolness in your nostrils, exhaling out. Noticing the warmth exiting your body. So, again, thank you all so much for tuning into our show. Relationship Thursday, tomorrow. Looking forward to having you guys on board, tuning into our show. You don't want to miss it. Relationship Thursday, we're going to be talking about relationships. Yes, we are. And then Friday, we're going to be talking about equal justice initiatives. That's for our men. Equal justice initiatives. So I say peace, love, and eternal happiness. I wish you an abundance of blessings and prosperity. Abundance, blessings, and prosperity. Thank us. Thank you. I appreciate all of you. Have a good night.